once again to another episode. I am your host, Tolu. And um, I interesting thing that happened this week for me, uh, at least as I'm watching the world go through, Donald Trump has been impeached a second time. Now, keep in mind that this very week that he has also been impeached, um, he is due to leave office. It is now the turn of, um, what's his face? Uh, President-elect Joe Biden to take office. So, of course, as you listen to this, he most likely has already been inaugurated or is about to be, depending on the time of the week you listen to this. Now, Donald Trump obviously incited, um, for those who watched it, incited a mob or, you know, a full-on herd of people to storm the Capitol building where Senate and House of um, Congress meets as well in the United States. And in the middle of all that, um, Congress went ahead to impeach him, essentially due to inciting violence against the government of the United States. Now, the interesting thing about that was the backlash that came as a result of that. So Facebook um, has taken um, Donald Trump off their website, Twitter, same thing. Google, I'm not even sure what, what sites they're taking him off of, but Google also said they would essentially remove Donald Trump. Um, in the process as well, um, Shopify says they're no longer going to um, keep any of his stores running. So they've essentially shut him down there. Stripe said they're not going to process any payments on his behalf. Um, anybody who's anybody, quite frankly, that is associated with Donald Trump has, quite frankly, Um, caught ties. The interesting one I discovered this morning was that Deutsche Bank, uh, a bank in Germany, one of the few that was willing to um, extend loans to Donald Trump, considering his business practices of um, bankrupting his businesses to realign them and restrategize them, was one of the few that was willing to extend loans to him, has now also said they are no longer going to extend loans to President Donald Trump. Now, as I view all these things, it's interesting to me to witness the the way corporates, is what I'm going to call them now, how they are responding in light of Donald Trump's behavior at the end of his tenure. This man has been in office for four years, caused all kinds of unspeakable damage to either American democracy, um, you know, causing division. Um, you know, obviously we remember the fine people on both sides scenario, um, um, you know, enabling white supremacy in all kinds of things. And it's only at the end of his tenure when he simply just, you know, made what a couple of statements around encouraging people to fight the results and essentially not accepting or, or, you know, even just, I can't remember what the word is, just conceding, that's the word, conceding defeat to Joe Biden. Um, And of course, he will now be the first president in 150 years to not be at the inauguration of the next coming president. And it got me thinking, right, of the way in Canada, especially, the way corporates behave in terms of discriminating against anybody in terms, especially minorities, for example, Um, especially in North America, the way they go about things, right? Like it is very interesting to see the things they let slide for this man. The, the countless things 
countless. And only when it was embarrassing, like straight up embarrassing, there is no longer even a need to even bother with this man. He's leaving in how many days? It's only now that everyone is now like, oh my God, this guy is a disaster. That bothered me in a way because I can't imagine that Joe off the street, in fact, let's even use a black name, Tyrone off the street, can work for any corporate and concede even half. You have to be next to perfect, next to perfect to have half of the grace that this guy got extended, right? Where he could say anything, he'd spew anything. And the best part is if you have a black friend, which a lot of white people like to say, you can ask any of them, any of us, because as I'm speaking to you, I end up being your black friend. You can ask any of us. The countless times we've had colleagues who do the same thing that Donald Trump does without any repercussion or the other, not one. They just do it and it happens and we let it slide only when it's super, like unrealistically embarrassing. Only then do things actually happen in terms of some kind of punishment, some kind of punitive measure. Only then we can complain all we want. We can say, hey, this is not okay, this is not okay, this is not okay. Make America Great Again hats. We complained. Shopify didn't pull it. We talk, we, he said how, you know, Mexicans are rapists. Nobody stopped giving him no, everybody's like, yeah, it's fine. He's just, he's just saying his mind. He said all kinds of things about, you know, do I find people on both sides? They asked him to denounce white supremacy. He never did. He said, proud boy, stand back or something like that. Something of that nature, something ridiculous like that. Nothing happened. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And the world just watched. And everything was going to shit. Just kept watching. COVID came and went. He was, and the thing, the thing that even bothers me about even corporate behavior towards, um, yeah, let me, you know, towards who I, you know, understand the group I'm talking about. It is not even, you don't even have to be competent. Like it is bad enough you are incompetent, all right? Especially, and, and, and I still can't understand this world that we live in, especially from a corporate perspective, where white males who aren't even competent, who are, when I, like we're talking about bare minimum, like now the, the bar is now on the floor where we're talking about just be competent. Like we're not even asking you to be exceptional anymore. Just be competent. I don't know where the, where, where else does the bar go for discrimination? Like if all we are requiring of white males in corporate positions, in positions of power is to just be competent. It doesn't even seem fair for anybody else. Just be competent. So this Donald Trump guy ends up being the ultimate metaphor for white males in corporate life in a lot of facets of life in North America and dare I say Canada as well, where all you've got to be is be competent. You can you read, can you write? All right, cool. And obviously we don't even know if Donald Trump can read or write. We don't know. I mean, we assume he can write because I mean, he's tweeting all the time, but currently now that he's been banned, we don't know if, you know, whatever. But anyways, this guy 
was incompetent for the job of the presidency from the beginning. Incompetent. Okay, it was bad enough he wasn't competent for the job. Cool. He was now also scandalous for the job. So not only are you under the bar, you are now also bad for press, bad for PR. That wasn't bad enough. He did all kinds of things. Wasn't bad enough. Inserted, like if, this is not the first time Donald Trump has incited violence, if I'm being honest. It's really not the first time. Right? So it's only when he incited it against the government that he's leaving because he's like, well, I mean, since I'm Koku leaving, let's burn it all to the ground. And it's interesting to me too, like, I don't, I know this is the intersection where male behavior is because I'm also a guy and I fully get this. Where like, if you get rejected, especially, I know we say we're going to bring this to dating. If guys get rejected, they go from trying to be sweet to you to almost being mean to you. And now we're seeing Donald Trump do the exact same thing with the government, right? Like, oh, y'all didn't vote me? All right, then I guess we're going to burn it all to the ground. As I'm going out, we're going to burn it all down. Who cares? Stopping all the stimulus checks, you know, rejecting all kinds of bills, vetoing all kinds of things. All right, well, we're burning it all down. Everybody come, come to the Capitol. Now we're going back to discrimination. Imagine, one, Black Lives Matter as a riot, one. Imagine a black person doing half the thing Donald Trump has done. Unbelievable. Unreal. So you're not even competent, you're bad for press, you're doing all kinds of things, you don't get any punitive measure brought to you at all. Now, if you look at Canada, when they try to remove people or disqualify people for different reasons, right? Where they say, okay, for example, you're not, um, what's the word? You're not a good fit for the job. One of the things I, I, I'm usually curious to is, what exactly do they mean by fit exactly? You know, it's just the right fit. And, and I look at, you know, Donald Trump, I wonder if Donald Trump had to do an interview process. Is he a good fit for the presidency? No, but the fact of the matter is, is he would still get the job. Why? Because he looks the part. He really does look the part, quite frankly. If you look at the, if you did not know Donald Trump and you did not know Joe Biden, you did not know anything, you know, you just got dropped out of nowhere and you were interviewing these two candidates and all you saw was their resume. Donald Trump, you know, run numerous businesses, um, you know, has so many connections around the globe. Is he technically fit to be a world leader? Based on his resume, technically he would if we're being honest. If you look at resume, like again, we're not talking about like business acumen here. We're not talking about, okay, you know, if, if you were to make a resume, Donald Trump could in fact make a resume that could work as a world leader. He's got multiple relationships in multiple countries. He does, you know, all over Canada, America, Mexico, Russia, quite frankly. And obviously this is what people voted him for because quite frankly, he had exposure he had he was different from you know the political establishment and quite frankly he he or he sounded like he could gallop, gather people he was you know he's a demagogue so like people could follow him based on what he says and he had popular ideas with a group of people now again i'm not saying popular with everybody but he had popular ideas with a group of people taxes for example let's lower taxes he did that 
He said he was going to handle immigration. He did that. So quite hard from a resume perspective, Donald Trump is in fact a good fit to be president of the United States. Now we don't have to agree with that. But it's things like that that allow for discrimination to continue to perpetuate themselves. And I'm using Donald Trump as a metaphor here for everything. I am, quite frankly. But it's things like that that we use, right? He's connected to people in politics. He's connected enough to people in politics that things like this can slide. And on top of everything that's happened, he's not been impeached. Sure, he's been impeached. But the fact of the matter is the Senate is not absolutely not with every evidence available they're not going to let this happen it's not going to happen he's not going to get convicted it's going to be another it's going to be another blot on his resume that okay you know what he got impeached twice sure but he's never going to get removed he's not going to get removed why when republicans still control the house and um, control the senate until the two um all the new uh you know all the new elects get sworn in they're not going to do anything going to do anything so and for those who are curious to why you would want to impeach a president after he has essentially left office it's so that he cannot run again he can no longer run again for office point blank period so he's he has now essentially if the senate were to convict him he has access to none of the benefits of being a past president he cannot run a second time to come back because he never got the opportunity to, to fulfill a second term. So he's entitled to run again as president of the United States later, quite frankly, because he didn't get a second term. So he can run again. But if he gets convicted, he does not get the opportunity to come back. He also cannot pardon himself once he has left office. Very important. Because while he's a president, whereas a sitting president, he can pardon himself technically because there's a loophole in um, the constitution where the, the president can pardon anybody, right? You can give out a presidential pardon to anybody you like. But there has never been a scenario where the president has had to pardon himself. So technically, Donald Trump can pardon himself. But that's a side story. The point here is there's a lot here that we've allowed happen in this society that for someone who isn't white, when you watch these kind of things happen and you watch how systems that are set to, you know, balance each other, you know, I can't even remember what the word is, um, check and balance or something like that. There's checks and balances in the system. Cool story. We can see that any balances in the system or any checks, they're not built for everybody. It's built a little different. It's skewed a little different. And when we acknowledge that as a people and start to move forward in terms of improving things and we stop using things like fit or, you know, one classic one that we use in Canada, work Canadian work experience. Those kind of like vague terms where you used to like remove or section people off, to me, is just how we allow people like Donald Trump to exist in a society like this where you say, oh, this person is not a good fit. Well, why? What, because they don't play golf? They don't go to Mar-a-Lago? They don't know what going to the cottage is? So they're not a good fit for the organization? It's such a flawed way of hiring people. It's such a flawed way of looking at people's capacity to do a job. It is such an unfortunate, and the one that pisses me off the most, because I speak to, the Canadian work experience scenario is, I speak to a lot of MBA students 
um, because I did the MBA myself and I want to obviously encourage people, by the way, if you want to reach out to me, please let me know. But people who have done the MBA and have come from international countries, I used to be an international student myself in my undergrad, but since I've been here in Canada for over 12, 12 years, this is year 12 in Canada, I am no longer considered international because I've been here long enough and I have, you know, what, seven years of professional Canadian experience. But every time I think about them, like, there's no, I can't imagine this being any different than working in the US. I can't imagine this being different than working in any other country specifically, other than maybe the ethics of the way things get done, right? The standards are the same across the globe, more or less. I work with people in the UK. I've worked with people in Spain. I've worked with people in the US. And I cannot understand this Canadian mindset of it has to be Canadian experience. And it's those kind of terms and words that we use to say, okay, this person is better than the other. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense. You look at Donald Trump and a lot of people said, well, you know, America first. What exactly did that even mean? We're going to put America first. As though America isn't in the world and as a result of America's place in the world, they have to also consider the world whenever they make decisions. We're also connected now that any nationalist ideal that you try to hold no longer makes sense or holds water. You can only just use that now to discriminate because there's now so much that we're all interdependent on. And the moment you start trying to put in lines or barriers, you end up like the US where you have locked yourself out. You know, like you look at now when obviously when America got COVID, a lot of countries started banning Americans from coming. And everyone was like, well, I mean, you wanted to build up a wall anyways. So congrats, you found, found a way to do it. It's things like this that we do that end up discriminating for no sensible reason. Now, I do not know what 2021 has for, for us, right? I'm hopeful, obviously, that the vaccine will change a lot of things. But in the event that we ever go forward to a different world, I want to say go back because we, we can't go back. When we move forward into a different way of living, I'm curious to how people will change their mindset around what to discriminate for and against. I'm curious to how we will redevelop and reintegrate with each other's lives, considering the amount of time we've had to spend apart. I'm really curious to see if another Donald Trump will happen again. Because it sucks to see this man finally get some measure of punishment for what he's done and the things he's said. But I'm just so curious and I'm hopeful for a great year to come. I really am. But at the same time, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I'll catch you in the next week's episode. Peace.